Welcome to Ice Cream Sunday. My name is Austin Buckner. Heather Holder. Trevor Holder. And uh, woo, this uh, this episode is uh, is heavy. Mm-hmm. So um, late June, um, the Supreme Court of the United States of these Americas um, overturned Roe v. Wade, and it is it has become um, a talking point news and political commentary and uh we decided that we were going to to talk about it on the podcast and uh it is it's it's a few weeks after um the decision was made to overturn roe v wade um but if i know political news the way i think i do it's still going to be a hot topic and uh we didn't we obviously you know didn't have an opportunity to all get together and talk um, so we we talked with obviously Heather, whose voice you already heard. Um, we bring in uh, Tara um, Wynall, uh, who is Trevor's younger sister, and then we bring in my fiance Amy Fru, who is a pharmacist, um, medical professional, and so we we try to get as as many um, different voices and different opinions as as we possibly could. Um, I do want to say that actually uh, uh i'm gonna let you you explain uh that the, the your views on this podcast and oh, i'm yes. sure amy's views and tara's views trevor's views are are not are their own they are not the views of their employer or associates or, or former or, employers or in certain cases um, <laughs> yeah that's why i was gonna let her say it because um i don't have any employer to be the <laughs> no this is this is a hundred percent my own views no one else's uh well 100 trevor's whatever percent yeah, yeah whatever yeah, comes out of my mouth is yeah, my views so. this was a very else. good episode uh, yeah very very uh heavy um it's it's not uh lighthearted as as we usually do yeah Um, but it's real it's what's happening it's very it's very real and got a little angry at at times yeah we we apologize if it seemed uh a bit a bit rushed like the the guests we've had uh on this episode were very um like spur of the moment like oh hey let's get them on it was literally in the middle of hey you have a uterus yeah, want to talk about some abortions, especially since you, me, or David can't necessarily speak. You can fully speak. on fully hey, on that. You know what? If the Supreme Court has taught us anything, you don't have to have a uterus to talk about uteruses, because or make choices, or make choices regarding uteruses. Man, right. it's like *Handmaid's Tale* is becoming. Oh my god, I know. Yeah. I, I watched that show and now I don't think I could yeah, rewatch it. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. How do we yeah, have yeah. how do we have like medias that, that literally show the issue and then we do that thing anyway? And then you, oh you, my god. Everyone is just thinking, this is some deja vu bullshit. I feel like it's when um like shitty white men watch mad men. And they're like, yeah, I miss the good that. old days. I miss the good old days. Or uh, the boys and Homelander and Soldier oh, Boy. Yeah. Oh my God, That's we didn't a- even get into uh, MM. Oh Jesus, yeah, no, we didn't. But uh, another time, another time. We'll talk about it on Friday. Yeah. After so the last episode. sit nice. back, relax. I don't even know if we can use sit back, relax, and enjoy with us. Uh, sit up. Sit up. Stand up. Take action. <laughs> And, yeah, and and get angry. Fists be, in the air. Be the chief vocal number fifteen. 
be the change of the ice cream sunday podcast been a while it's been a few weeks now since uh roe v wade was overturned but we haven't gotten a chance to all all get together since that happened i want to welcome heather holder taking the place of david richardson who has a real big boy job (laughs) don't know what that's like um so we had heather a known uterus haver uh, to sit in and and talk a little bit about her uh, opinions and our opinions on um, I, I think something that we all anticipated was happening since it leaked weeks prior, but still something that I think uh, sort of came as a shock to um, to a lot of us. So yeah, it's really um, shook the nation for all. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I definitely want to talk about about Roe uh, v. Wade. And for those that, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows that it is. Uh, I mean, it concerns abortion. But I just wanted to read like a, a very quick, uh, a quick thing about Roe v. Wade. This is from the uh, Roe v. Wade Wikipedia page, just to kind of give people a background um, on what it is, because a lot of times we just kind of fly off the handle and, and wing it. And I really want to get all of the all of the information correct. It's so, so it's so overarching too. I yeah. Know oh yeah. For sure. That. So uh, I'm just going to read kind of the first introductory paragraph here. So uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, 1973, was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court, in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States generally protects the liberty to choose to have an abortion. Uh, the decision struck down many federal and state abortion laws and fueled an ongoing abortion debate in the United States about whether or to what extent abortion should be legal, who should decide the legality of abortion, and what the role of moral and religious views in the political sphere should be. Uh, the decision also shaped debate concerning which methods the uh, Supreme Court should use in constitutional uh, adjudication. So that's, uh, that's where we're at. So um, this, the Roe v. Wade was the original, the, uh, the precedent um, case in, uh, before the Supreme Court. It was uh, originally argued December 13th, 1971, re-argued October 11th, 1972, and finally uh, decided and became the law of the land in January of 1973. Um, but as we all know, uh, that changed in uh, in June of 2022. So, um, I guess first, first and foremost, just right off the bat, just kind of uh, initial thoughts by everybody on, on kind of um, what what you see this meaning for you personally. Obviously, it, it impacts you more than it does us um, as as someone who who can carry a child um, and currently is and and currently is. Yeah, I, I uh, mean, of course. Like this is this was a, this was purely choice that um, 
we were at that point where we were wanting to be pregnant. So by any means, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my baby. But at the same time, so many people consider abortion just to be the decision to that they don't want the child. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more behind that in um, whether it be the health of the mother that's carrying the mm-hmm. child. Um, there's there's so many things that um, can be life or death for the mother. And now to not have that option, um, that can literally kill people. And, and that's sad that, you know, even if the baby has no chance or is already gone, that that, that might be that's not going to be an option to then save the mother too. See, and this is a, a, a big point of contention between call it conservatives and, and liberals is that it's, it's pro life against uh, what they see as, as, as pro abortion or pro death, mm-hmm. um, which is, is not, I don't think most people's, uh, I don't think that's what most people are, are supporting when they're pro-choice. It is the, it is the choice to have a child, to not have a child, to decide, um, if you are, are ready for a child, the decision, the choice to, um, if you want to have a hysterectomy. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's anything, a battle. Anything. A, that's a battle in itself too. Like women that are like, I don't want a child. And doctor's like, oh, but you're going to regret that decision. Yeah. That, no, and, that's and, not their And the fact that for many, many years, and I think I, I, I need to do my research. So I might be talking up my ass, but it is still where a single woman is unable to um, have her tubes tied for a, mm-hmm. a lack of a better term, or that's, you know, the, the general mm-hmm. uh, colloquialism, but uh, by choice and not for yeah, reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's so many more hoops they have to jump. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I was, um, we were on our way to oh it was it was last weekend i think it was just last weekend um from the time that we're recording this mm-hmm. uh that we were on our way to the Des Moines Art Festival just having like the the best day and then that was the first thing i read as i i answered or i, I looked at my phone i looked at facebook and it was just like almost hard to believe because you look at the the confirmation hearings of all of these justices that voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, and they're all like, "It's the law of the land. It's the precedent. Well, we, you know, you can't overturn it. It's it's the it's the way it is. It's been that way for fifty, almost fifty years, seventy three. So yeah, almost fifty years. And then, um, <laughs> then they all voted to to overturn it, and it's become so everything has kind of become so, so politicized as where like the people that you expect to vote one way are always going to vote that one particular way. And the, the way that you anticipate the other party to vote are always going to vote that one particular way. Um, and for the longest time, it's like, okay, sure. So, I mean, they need to be reelected. They need, you know, they, they need to win an election. Um, but the Supreme court, the, the justices that are served for life, like they're, you know, they're, they're safe. They're, 
it, they don't have term limits. So the it, my thought was like they're always going to uphold the law because they're not they're not up for re-election. They don't need to raise money for a campaign or what have you. And so so now that you you see that it's like oh well there's no there's no in my opinion there's no like you can't put your faith in any branch of the government now because they're all just going to tow the party line. Right. They're not it's it's really sad when they're not looking out for the the true rights of the people as you know as adults as as people with freedom and rights and choices. And that's that's the thing that's always it's and I guess I, I mean and I, I wouldn't consider myself a liberal. I feel like I'm further left than that even. Um we should be guillotining all politicians. Uh <laughs> but but I think I mean liberals do it as well uh, as conservatives. I think there's the the freedoms that you find important, and then you're gonna throw all of your support behind. Like, oh, we should all have the freedom to uh, to carry a gun or to own a, a gun. It's like great. Like if you're probably if you lean probably more conservative in that regard on that one particular issue, then you're gonna believe that. But if you're, uh, you know, if you're liberal, especially socially, you're going to, you're going to believe uh, Black Lives Matter. You're going to believe that, uh, you know, you're going to believe in uh, gay rights. You're going to believe in all of these things. So I, I, I get that there's like, these are the things that a particular party care about. And it's, it's kind of divided, but um, I don't know, man. Just like, I've, 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 I've always seen this issue as like a, like, how is this even, how is this even like a, a topic of, of discussion? It just, to me, and maybe it's because I, I am very pro-choice. Uh, I believe like, how is this even up for debate? Um, but it is, and uh, it is 49 years after it became the quote unquote law of the land that we're talking about this now. Um uh, and then the conservative argument becomes, uh, you know, we're not taking away the choice. We're not taking away abortions. The choice is just going back to the states. Well, that's great. But I live in a fucking conservative hellscape run by Kim Reynolds. So that, that does nothing for, for my fiance. Uh, it does nothing for any of the wom- women or um, or future daughters know, of this country. Yeah, I mean, any anyone, any human being that has a uterus, it does nothing for them. I mean, why uh, have a government be able to tell me what I can do with my reproductive system when it should be in the people's hands? I mean, that just seems... It seems like such a common sense thing. I mean, and the fact that it isn't just like it blows my mind. And for us to backpedal... 50 years. I mean, I don't want this country to go back to how it was in 1970s. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you if you go back, I mean, if you rewind the clock to 1973, um culturally, my people ethnically aren't even here yet. So, um it was not great for Southeast Asian people in uh in 1973, I can tell you that. I mean, so, it's it, if if that's if we're backpedaling that far, um, and I've seen like, you know, comic strips made, um, political comic strips, of course, saying like, 
Roe v. Wade is just the first. There oh, are so it, many things that are behind it that will be so the next to come. It is. And I don't know if that's what you're pulling up, Trevor, but it, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, and, and Clarence Thomas made it very clear in his, uh, in his written statement uh, after the court's decision that in his personal opinion, um, we should be looking to undo all of the, what he calls like mistakes of the court. So we should review um, other court cases. I can, I'm, I'm not an attorney. Um, I just troll them on the internet. Uh, <laughs> but he, he basically said we need to review uh, precedents set on, um, contraceptives we need to which is insane to me if you're if you're wanting to take away the rights of of you know that pro-choice option you're then going to take away contraceptives oh so I'll, then yeah, <laughs> yeah I, i'll get to that sorry that's but contraceptives uh gay marriage and mm-hmm. and basically the right to be gay basically it was the court case that overturned or that made um like sodomy mm-hmm. is no longer illegal between consenting adults uh, or like, you know, voting rights for certain particular yeah. groups. That's it's, next, that's next behind that and interracial marriage that's behind that too. And so it's, man. it is confusing to me that a black man into an, in an interracial marriage would choose to break down the first step in all of that progress. I am not, I am not a black man, so I cannot speak to this, but I have seen a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of my, my African-American colleagues in podcasting, um, call Clarence Thomas a race traitor, uh, which I don't disagree with, but it's, it's just, it, it is, it is hard to see someone, um, but at the same time, I, I feel like I, I see I, this is not an, a this podcast is not meant to be an attack on conservatives, but being liberal or being very left, it just seems like I see conservatives vote against their own interests so often. And and again, not not an attack on conservatives, but especially uh, conservative minorities and conservative women. I'm like, what are you doing? It, it it astounds me when I see conservative minorities. I'm like you. That's that seems so counterproductive for you. And and I can't I can't lump all gay people into one, um, you know, one people. Right. But like when I see, I have I have friends, gay friends that are um, that are conservative, and it. It is, uh, it astounds me. I'm like, this party has worked tirelessly to, to remove any rights you have. I mean, um, it's just, it, it, it's, it, 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 it baffles me that, um, it just seems like minorities, women, um, the LGBTQ yeah. community I- that votes conservatively so often it seems like they're voting against their their interests i will i will say one thing before trevor i know he's been wanting to speak so i don't but i don't want to forget this thought of i feel that at the heart of these decisions is all for the benefit of cis males who are white and straight it 
I feel like a lot of these decisions are hearkening back to a time when the only when the only ones that had a seat at the table were cis white straight men. And I don't know if that is a, a reasoning for why we're overturning things that have been in place for, for 50 years, but it, it seems like a lot of these decisions are like, let's go back to quote unquote, the way it was, things were better uh, like years ago, or let's get back to a time like when America was great. Well, can't we just love everyone? That, like, I don't, I don't that time, like that time period that you're talking about was not great for people with skin like mine. It was not great for, uh, my African American friends, my black friends. It was not great for my my gay brother. It was not great for. Uh, phew, I mean, I know? fucking love white women, and uh, it was not great for interracial relationships. So the, these times that you're trying to get back to, and you're trying to undo all all the progress that has been made in the last 50, 60 years, um, and you want to get back to that time, that's great for a very small group of people that happen to be cis white straight men because it's not great for for many of us sorry trevor not to attack you at all <laughs> fucking cis white <laughs> cis white straight man yep <laughs> <laughs> okay so i've been very vocal and passionate about it just simply because fuck clarence thomas you fucking diseased dinosaur who's who happened to be in the hospital right afterwards Good. Fuck him. Fuck the Supreme Court. How the fuck can they go? How can like they do any of that? Especially the the fucking women there. The I don't fucking understand. ethnic I don't, I don't minorities understand. of that. Uh, you know, court. <laughs> Ever since Ruth left, how in the oh, fuck? How, I'll get to that. How in the fuck? Do you, as a black man who I'm sure have gone through so much trials, tribulations, um, and well, that's dis- why disparaging I, shit against you. That's why I've I I race traitor and also class traitor is what I've seen for Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people say that because it's like, hey man, you're you're the highest court. There, I mean, you're in the highest fucking position when it comes to politics, and you have completely forgotten. Your you upbringing, you you've forgotten who you are. I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of that, and I, I obviously can't speak to that. Obviously, not a black man. Don't know Clarence Thomas personally, but goddamn, it There's really no seems like you are. Excuse for it. You are voting or judging or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like totally against your own interests. He obviously didn't listen to Lion King. What I don't, <laughs> I just, are. I just don't understand how. How someone who's had to fight his way up to be where he is in the position that he's in is harder than a lot of others simply because he's fucking black. And then to cut and had to have and to have uh, his rights in question, his his uh, standing in the fucking nation society. How the fuck can you sit there? Go through all of that 
fight for for the rights of people of your same race, a, 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 a minority that historically hasn't been treated fucking great at all, and sit there and then take away rights of other people and not see an issue with that. Who who hasn't been treated right? Black people? Yeah. What happened? What I missed? <laughs> you know, it's a little thing called racism. <laughs> but I just, Slavery, I, I cannot understand. I, I just, I can't fathom the logic behind that. And this is supposed to be a group that uh, looks out for everyone. And this makes no fucking sense. Well, it, it seems like... In, in my opinion, the ones that voted for it are uh, fueled by religion. It seems like Christianity uh, really affects their... And it just seems... And, and, and that's... So I religion. feel like their personal beliefs should not go into... Exactly. Their decisions. It should be what is best for, for all people. And it seems like... Set aside religion. This is so how, here's the thing. This is how I feel on this issue, or this is honestly, it's, this is how my party feels about this issue, and so I'm going to decide that way, in in that direction, based on I'm a Republican, or I'm a Democrat, or I'm a whatever the fuck. Um, I'm going to vote in that way. So here's the thing. It it for years, ever since we could remember, like we're all in our 30s now. For, Don't remind me. Graduated in 07. Like, I'm just putting context on this. This is insane because you have... Soon. <laughs> ever since we knew... I mean, growing up, we I'm sure we all did the Pledge of Allegiance, right? And then they took yep. it away and it was like, okay, that shouldn't have been a big deal. It, like, whether we had it there or not. Mm-hmm. No. Besides the point, the fact that it was touted forever saying separation of church and state and yet... They're still using a religious belief. Oh, I'll go. I'll go one step further. So, not only mm-hmm. the the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, were you in any like, were you in any like sports or anything like that? Um. Uh, because when I was in like cross country, right, and I and I I love this man to death, but um, when we would have mm-hmm. like a banquet, mm-hmm. it was it was it was n- like. We would have a potluck or whatever, and there was always like a prayer said. Yeah. Like, and it was, I don't and see it was, an issue with it. And it was so casual. Like, it was, but I don't see an issue with that either because it's like, hey, you can participate in the prayer or, or not. You don't have to. But, or a moment of silence. Yeah. Like, that's easy. But it's just like, that's another court case that we'll, we'll get into. I don't know as much about that as I do this, but motherfucker like it's allowing and opening that floodgate i don't think they understand that like okay basically what happened is another another decision made by this supreme court um which i saw a tweet that said i <laughs> i've seen crunch raps more supreme than this court which I was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but that. it's uh another another decision that was made is, is basically like allowing head coaches or or staff at schools to lead prayer with students. And that seems like that's not a big deal, whatever. But what it comes down to, and I think with the floodgates that are opening with this, is that if you remember back to high school sports, especially uh, a, one of those like, admittedly, like wrestling or like football or like the very macho like 
uh, toxic male, uh, you know, um, toxic masculinity sports, I guess, for a lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, there's no choice in the matter. If there is a center of the field prayer before or after a game, there's no choice in the matter of whether or not you're attending that prayer uh, for a player. You're either you're either doing what your coach tells you to do or not. Not I think that's the that's that's the concern. I think a lot of people have made the, a very valid point that if this case had started with a uh, with a, a Muslim coach demanding that his players, his students, join him in a Muslim prayer, this would be a completely different scenario. But because a different it, result. Why? Because it was Christianity, um, it's okay. It became the law of the land. Um, and Why we, not? And we are very quickly turning into a, uh, a theocracy. And that's, uh, for, for, an, yeah, for a nation that, that touts on its cultural diversity, we have fucking Jack and we don't support that. No. And it's insane because the only two widely, uh, accepted religions, uh, in, in American culture are Christian and Catholic. And that's, absurd it's we we tout this cultural diversity and this uh melting pot of different cultures but then but then there's a latino heritage festival for a weekend in september in des moines uh or there's like celebration um Mm -hmm. and then and then you see a bunch of fucking old conservative white people like when the fuck do we get our celebration every other goddamn day is your celebration yeah what about the fourth of july i mean it's it's every other fucking day. You have every other day. You have every other popular media. Like, give him a we, chance. We we celebrate this fucking cultural diversity, but then when it's actually celebrated, you're like, hey, fuck that. Hey, what we, about us? Or, or oh my god, the all biggest thing is like all lives all matter. matter all <laughs> fucking pride. I saw a sticker for that it's this like, weekend, and it just enraged. Why do me. they? Why do they? Or, or Black History Month? Why do they get their own month? Because you have every other fucking month is yours. Like you are the majority. Yeah, it's so I I will say um, I started out a long time ago when I was back in school. I came from a small town. I was still am Christian, believe it or not, of, you know, in the in the idea of religion of well, my beliefs don't match my, my who I am. No, mm-hmm. no, they do, because I sincerely, sincerely care about all. And I care about women having choices. I care about blacks, Asians, whomever, to have those basic rights. Better that, care about Asians, <laughs> that everyone deserves. Um, I'm bi, so yes, of course, I care about everyone in that pride spectrum of things. Um, you know, disabled. I, I, you know, having mental health issues. I don't care. Everyone deserves to be treated as fucking human beings i and that does not go off of religion except for the fact of jesus is supposed to love everyone like but that that's at the heart of what i believe real quick i'm gonna go off on a tangent here um but you you mentioned mental health there is a person who is very near and dear uh to every single person in this room um she is uh part of our podcast family and uh as of like a couple weeks ago, was going through uh, a lot. And uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but you know who you are. Uh, I love you. We love you. And uh, and we hope you get better. That's Absolutely. I'm going to yeah. leave it at that. But. 
And I mean, when that decision was made about Roe Ro v. Wade last weekend, I mean, I felt my mental health take a dip. Um, not only on top of being a, a pregnant mother at this point, um, but just seeing how so many of my own friends have been impacted on, you know, having to have an emergency abortion because at, you know, 18 or 20 some weeks, all of a sudden not find, you know, finding out that their child wasn't going to make it and they wouldn't either if they wouldn't have done that, what they did. Yeah. I mean, since, I mean, since really our first date, I have known Amy, my fiance, to be someone who wants to be like her mother. She wants to have one child and she wants it to be a daughter. That's, I mean, since the day we met, she's like, I want to have one kid. I want to have like an only child. Obviously I have other kids and she would have stepkids and whatever. But as far as biologically hers, she wants one child. And like, this is completely in the last week, it's completely changed everything where she's like, I, I've, Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I have no idea if I ever like want to bring a kid. Like I just, it, 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 it always seemed like my, my parents and especially my grandparents, I grew up with my grandparents. So it's a huge generational gap. And so they're always telling me like, Oh, you have no idea how good you have it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to say that to, to my kids. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to be like, Oh yeah, I don't, things are so much better now for you than it was for us. I don't think we realized how good we had it until that was suddenly gone. And I mean, and, and and that's the sad thing though. We still were not at a good enough place to say that. I want to pause because we're about halfway through the episode. I want to bring in another voice. Um, So we're going to pause here. I'm going to get this set up for a a phone interview and we're going to bring in, uh, and bring it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey. Hey, Tara. This is Trevor, Austin, and Heather from the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. Um, Everybody, this is my sister, Tara Wynall, and we wanted to essentially give you a call and kind of have you weigh in on what we're currently talking about, which is uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned, Um, where you stand on it, your thoughts on it, how you feel, um, what you're looking for in the future, and... I guess kind of, you know, your views on, like, say, Clarence Thomas, for example. Oh, God, fuck Clarence Thomas. Fuck Jenny Thomas, for that matter. Um, so, it, as far as Roe v. Wade goes, like, I am all for abortion. Like, cool, do what you want, whatever. Um a lot of the debate seems to be focused around like late-term abortions, which at that point, someone who is pregnant um, has probably wanted that pregnancy to succeed. They're invested in it. They're not doing it like on a whim. Um, they're doing it because it's medically necessary for one reason or another. So you're kind um, of in the camp of they were thinking 
very short-sightedly as like worst case scenario not like the more um immediate women's bodies are one of the most politicized things in in the world um I almost want to say it's one of the most politicized resources in the world, apart Mm -hmm. from, like, water and food. Um, So women who have children, um, so they're not able to have as many kids as they would previously. So the population isn't growing as quickly as before. And what do you need to make money off of people? You need people to make money off of people, you know? You yep. need people sure. to work for you. Uh, and without the workforce available, what are you going to do? You're not going to make as much money. You're not going to produce as much money. So I think that is one of the core roots of why... A lot of people, especially um, wealthy people, are against abortion. Yeah. So do you, uh, do you believe it's more of um, it's more of a capitalist um, ideal rather than a religious ideal, or is it is it kind of like a, a balance between the two? I think it's multiple things. Um, you need a multiple Venn diagram to show that overlap for sure. Right. Right. And they'd be a circle. It'd be one circle. <laughs> sure. You know, um, it's, it's all the same. Like people who are like, oh, for religious reasons, that doesn't fit in with, uh, like Christianity is like the primary <laughs> religion that is against it. Right. And right. We, we had just, um, talked about how uh, it, it seems like it's primarily Christian, uh, Catholic. Um, the differences between why is it okay for it to be Christian and, and as opposed to, say, Muslim, for example, you know? Um, so going back to um, Clarence Thomas... What are your what are your thoughts on someone, uh, especially Clarence, making a decision like this, and then uh, after Roe v. Wade, he goes on to say, uh, or specifically referencing um, other cases that need to be looked at and possibly overturned, uh, such as Griswold versus Connecticut, where. Um, mm-hmm. 1965 decision that declared married couples had a right to contraception. Um, Mm -hmm. Lawrence versus Texas, which was a 2003 case uh, invalidating sodomy laws, making same-sex relations, um, you know, legal across the country. And um, Obergefell versus Hodges, which was the 2015 case establishing the right of gay couples to marry. Um, what, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about that? Uh, I think he is trying to open the door to 
roll those back. Um, it's unfortunate that they repealed Roe v. Wade right before uh, Ketanji Jackson Brown uh, was sworn in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think? But, I mean, do you think that was intentional <laughs> to try to get that done before she uh, came yeah. into her position? Yes, absolutely. Um, and with his wife having had dealings in trying to get the elections that they returned, um, I don't think he should be sitting on the Supreme Court anymore. No, he definitely does not have the beliefs of all people involved in his in his decisions. That's for sure. And uh, right. one other one other question I actually did have for you was. What are your thoughts on women that support Roe v. Wade being overturned or especially the female um, Supreme Court judges making that decision? Like, how do you how how is something like that just something that I think it, it, women that support Roe v. Wade being overturned, I think it is ignorant. Uh, I, I, I can't fathom it. You know, a, a woman not wanting another woman to have authority over her own body um, and not being able to respect another woman's right to choose. Because it, women who support Roe v. Wade, it, there seems to be a built-in respect for other people who are against it. It's like, okay, that's not your thing. That's fine, whatever, I'm not going to force it upon you. Women who are against Roe v. Wade are like, you're going to burn in hell if you don't believe what I believe, and I'm going to make sure you know it every second of every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it seems that a lot of people always fall back on the religion argument. Um, so to kind of circle back on something that came up Previously, um, Jesus was a Jew, right? Mm -hmm. It is built into the Jewish religion that abortion is a religious right. The mother comes before this unborn spirit, this unborn thing, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, even late-term abortion, whatever, they fully support that. Um, so I think women who are against Roe v. Wade are kind of misguided. I think that's kind of all we had. We just wanted to kind of pick your brain, and especially from someone who, obviously, uh, a woman and who... Um, just re- recently became a parent with their own daughter, so we wanted to um, okay. we wanted to reach out to you because uh, we figured your your input would be a huge um, insight to where yeah, people it, like myself, Austin, and David uh, wouldn't necessarily have that. Right, I I think I would want Ellie to have the right to choose. Um, I want anyone to be able to choose what they want to do. 
in regards to their own selves, their own bodies, like, it doesn't affect anyone but that person, but their family, like, no one else should. (laughs) Absolutely. No. I... Try to control that. I I think, you know, I, I remember... Yesterday, Trevor showed me an article that was posted about a 10-year-old. Let me repeat that. A 10-year-old girl being denied an abortion because of what was Mm -hmm. recently decided. That is heartbreaking. They sent her from Ohio to Illinois to seek care. And there's been so many other people. Uh, I think maybe there was another case in Ohio where they refused to replace this woman's IUD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has a blood clotting disorder. So if she gets pregnant, she will die. The baby will die. Yep. They will both die. Yep. Uh, birth control is used for so many more things than just preventing pregnancy. Exactly. And, And that's what I I was saying, too, of, like, the fact that they're wanting to potentially go against the law that allows contraceptives, that blows my mind. Like, if you're if you're not allowing abortions, why would you then cancel out contraceptives? Unless, like you were saying, that was an excellent point you made about how capitalist this idea could be at the base of it besides just religion. I, uh... I saw something that was uh, posted by a friend of mine and it really changed. I mean, I've, I've been very pro-choice forever, but it really changed uh, kind of my views on meeting in the middle (laughs) with conservatives um, where a lot of people have been asking like Congress or, or politicians, what about in instances of rape or incest? Are you still against abortions then? Which I guess is a valid question to ask but at the same time then that becomes oh i am in favor of abortions but or 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 women are allowed to have uh control over their own bodies but first a man has to violate it and yeah first something uh, first something terrible has to happen to you so that completely changed my opinion on like this whole idea of meeting in the middle fuck meeting in the middle uh it is it should absolutely be 100% the the person whose whose body it is who the the law affects should have uh the choice um and the fact that it was this decision was made mostly by a group of uterus a group of people that do not have uteruses um making decisions for for people who do uh is is fucking ridiculous. Um, and it just, uh, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. Um, if it was a law about Viagra, this, this would have been a totally different outcome. I've seen that, yeah. that argument as well. It's mm-hmm. just like, you're gonna, you know, it's, it's, it's God's will. Um, Guess but, you better just suffer. Right, for you to have a limp dick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yep. So I wanted to bring Miss 
Amy Frew onto the podcast, my fiance, who happens to be a medical professional. She is a pharmacist. She um, also happens to be a woman. Yeah, she is also a known uterus haver. And um wanted by the state. I I uh so I wanted to bring you in and just talk about um kind of the aftermath of of Roe v. Wade from uh or the overturning of Roe v. Wade um from your perspective as as a healthcare provider. Um, and, and what that means as far as, um, you, you had been talking about, um, meta medication, abortions, pills. Um, can you talk a little bit about that kind of what has already been done? You were talking a little bit about and maybe how you see things, uh, heading in the future. Um, well, honestly, it's, um, Kind of scary, obviously, everyone being up in the air, not really knowing what's going to happen next. Um, but I do hear whisperings, and what I'm hearing is that um, there are online pharmacies, essentially, that are willing to send out those prescription medications that will induce an abortion. Um, some states have said they're going to try and block that from happening. Um, the attorney general has said that you can't restrict the use of federally approved medications and that the mail is also a federal service, not a state service. Um, But we'll see what happens with that. I also Um, know um, AOC was getting out info, uh, like where people can go to get that kind of stuff. And since you brought up uh, people going online and like... Mm-hmm. trying to find find out what they can do that way. There's also websites where you can donate those pills for other people who can't afford that cost. I found that out too with some recent Facebook shares. So people are, I mean, women are literally doing everything they can to help out women in another state. Because our governor sucks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what what's crazy is it seems like the majority of people uh, don't like didn't want this to happen and uh, like it's hard to justify the, the decision for few versus the decision of yeah many. yeah because it seems like it's very uh, a very minute uh group of people that just made a radical decision for everybody mm-hmm. well um i've seen a lot of interesting things on tiktoks because of course um discussing things like if you're caught doing this in a state where it's illegal that's a felony felons can't vote if you know that your political ideology Mm -hmm. is dying and everyone else is moving further to the left how do you ensure that you continue to get the votes despite Mm -hmm. not having won a presidential election in 30 years yet somehow getting them into office Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean with them starting here and next, going after contraceptives. I mean, it's it's confusing to me how there are women that were on the side of this decision being made at a Supreme Court level that's supposed to be looking out for the good of everyone. I'm glad that uh, you and I are getting married in November of this year, because if we wait any longer, my brown ass may not be able to uh, legally be with your incredibly white ass. True. I don't even know what if there's a law in the books for that in Iowa that it's 
a-okay or not <laughs> you, you said you said i don't even and i thought you were about to say i don't even see color and i was like fucking don't say that don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... we've been together for three and a half almost four years i think you would know if that's how i felt about it because that's stupid yeah there's there are so many things that are I mean, we're literally standing on a frozen lake that is cracking beneath us. Um, I don't know anyone that isn't being affected by the potentials of what could come. I know, uh, on Austin, you can cut and, this And out. now that they've overturned Roe v. Wade, uh, we all don't know the, uh, the potential of what could come. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I let Everyone you, knows I let, it's not their wives. My fiance, ladies and gentlemen. I let you walk right into that one. How did I leave that there? And I know, and Austin, you can cut this. <laughs> Austin, you can cut this out if you if you want. But um, I've never seen, for lack of a better term, uh, I've never seen a team take an L so hard that they're in just. Either in complete denial of of causing an insurrection, oh. to <laughs> yeah. essentially trying to just uproot the entire system and and change it I, in different ways. I got in a little bit of a uh, an internet argument um, recently. Which I mean, I, I'm really good at it, apparently, uh, <laughs> but of someone who. Was it was a uh, obviously a conservative um, from my hometown, and they were like, "I'm really tired of hearing about this January 6th stuff." And I'm like, "Yes, most criminals are tired of hearing about the crimes they committed. I'm sure R. Kelly would love to stop hearing about the sex trafficking that he did and why he's going to be in prison for the next 30 years. I'm sure they would like to stop hearing about it. But at the, at the end of the day, you fucked up." You all fucked up pretty bad. What, what was their argument? Was it like, okay, yeah, it happened, but that's it, exactly what it was. It was like I just, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of it being in the news. And it's like, well, um, it's topical. Maybe. They're having hearings on it. It's, it's, it's timely. Maybe um, don't do it next time. I, I am tired of hearing about school shootings. <laughs> That's a. I was going to say no. I'm tired of hearing fireworks every night at 9:45, but hey, it's timely. We're celebrating. Uh, quite What's a- supposed to be our country? <sighs> America does not deserve a birthday party. No, no, there's no Would celebration you, this and year. I, you know, the thing is, I was super excited about celebrating it because, hey, you know, it'll be something I can celebrate with my kid, and now it's like I. I don't feel like... And our potential kid. Yeah, I, I I don't feel like there's anything to celebrate. I, I'm bringing a child into this world, and I don't know what the world is going to look like. You can speak on this if you'd like to, Amy, or not, but we I had talked a little bit about earlier before we called you um, that, like, since I've known you, like, pretty much first date type shit, you've talked about, like, hey, I am... I'm, I mean, obviously your father has another child, but essentially between your two parents, um, you're an only child and like what you, you want to bring an only child into this world and you would, uh, like it to be a daughter. And then in the last week, um, since 
this got overturned or announced that it was overturned because let's be honest they did it months ago um mm-hmm. we've talked about how like we're a little bit more apprehensive about whether or not we want to birth a child now um just because i mean we don't know well we don't know how how tall the waterfall is we don't know uh all of the all of the aftermath and so um can you speak about that as as someone who does not have a child yet um is not currently pregnant like heather is um where are you where is are is you where where are you at now as a as a future potential future mother um, when it comes to wanting wanting to have kids oh boy well as a uterus haver <laughs> um, a renowned uter- uterus haver i have always been terrified of the timing with which i could potentially become pregnant um because i like now when your fiance is jobless well i was going to say like um i knew if i ever got pregnant while i was in the middle of my college journey i would either have an abortion or kill myself like I was so mentally unstable. Those were the two options because um, I was just so depressed and um, the people in my life who could have potentially gotten me pregnant at that point in time were honestly terrible people that um, I would rather have died than have them in my life for 18 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as we move forward to currently being in a very loving relationship, hey. Where um, it would honestly be great to dote on a little baby. Because, I mean, the one that we have come to visit every once in a while, he's pretty dope. Uh, That's not even my baby. I know. I mean, it is my baby. I bought that baby straight cash, but. (laughs) Hold on. I tuned out for a second. You want a baby? (laughs) His Uh, godson. No, there's a long time ago that um, I took a selfie with Carrick who is my ex-wife's youngest son. And I sent it to Snapchat and I was like, this ain't even my baby. And then like, uh, I held, held up like the little bit of cash of like $3 that I had. And I took another selfie and I was like, this ain't even my baby. It is now though. I bought this baby straight cash. And, uh, so that's, that's where we're at. It's, it's my child. now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm a more active okay. father than his actual father. So, you know, Hey. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the questions I had. Is there anything else that you want to uh, talk about? Is there any other, um, any information at all, um, that you would want to, want to share, um, as someone who has a background in, in this? I'll at least just finish off the subject that we were on before we got distracted by Carrick. Um, at this point, um, in my loving relationship, I am worried about the kind of world that I would be bringing a daughter into, Mm -hmm. um, as well as will my doctors be legally able to take care of me if anything doesn't go according to plan? Mm -hmm. Because pregnancy is not a health neutral state. 
being pregnant is a life or death scenario every time. Mm-hmm. And so like there's a chance that I could die while a lawyer or while a doctor is waiting for an attorney to get back to them on whether I, my health is in enough danger, quote unquote, to justify saving my life. I think we're going to end it here uh, and just take it from me that attorneys are the fucking worst. So um, in summation of all of what we have said today, um, I I think my final thoughts on this are we need to get our country back to evolving, not devolving. We are not progressing in the same direction we were, and I feel like that is going to be the destruction of us. Um, this will be the downfall of us all. Thank you. I was like trying to think of the words and I'm like, no, my, my pregnancy brain isn't letting me. Trevor, final words. Yes. Um, kind of along the lines of what Heather said, like, look, we, we need to get to a point to where it's no, it's not what we are now, but back to what our idea was of, you know, the land of opportunity, the land of progress, like, and I'm, I'm not trying to like spout any like, hey, join this side or anything like this. Me personally, I think that like we need to be more progressive and not traditional because, quite honestly, it hasn't been working. That's not to say there aren't benefits to it. We got to take care of the people that are here first and foremost. That's yeah. what we need to do. And we're not slowly. We already weren't doing it. We were at least a little better than we are now. But we're stepping backwards very yeah, I mean, quickly. Positivity comes from progress. My, I guess my final words are this. If we are going to force women to give up their right to choose, um, and we're going to we're going to focus on it's all about the babies then every fucking woman in this country better have the most comprehensive goddamn health plan in the world um it should not cost a dime to give birth in this country um, adoption shouldn't cost so much adoption should not be incredibly financially prohibitive um and everything that comes with that, uh, there needs to be a far better public school system. There needs to be a far better um, child care system and, and more support for, for child care. Um, if, you, if you want to take away the women's right to choose and you're going to force her to give birth um, to every, every child that she becomes pregnant with, then you have to support not only her, but every child that she bears because 
we are we are we are putting a tremendous amount of spotlight and focus on fetuses but motherfucker as soon as they're born no one seems to give a fuck in this country um so just i mean i mean god damn uh there better be a tremendous amount of of support and legislation that goes into better health care, better child care, better uh, better public schooling. People um, better not be judging those that are getting food stamps. God damn and, right. And state support. God damn right. Like they're they're going to need that more than ever if they're going to be raising a child from such a young age or whatever age. They're going to need help because the- it's not going to be. It's not going to be the baby that does the help. That's for sure. The same people that, the same kind of people that overturned Roe v. Wade are the same kind of people that let Ethan Couch get away with murder. And rapist Brock Turner get away with what he did because they're good kids and they don't deserve to have their future ruined. Yep. But yet, women as a whole deserve less than that right so that's it's such standards that are baffling flat out you can't say you care about the future generation you can't say you care about future people or the future of the country if you don't give a fuck about the people now